All right, so today on the Sound Iron Podcast, we're going to talk about Mr. Beast and Hans Zimmer, dynamic duo. We're going to talk about uh, New Year's review versus resolution. We're going to talk about uh, becoming a game composer and Mm -hmm. more. So, Craig, I hope you're ready. Boom, boom, boom. Ready. Wow. Wow, so many sound effects. This is my my, my, uh, vocal beep bop intro that was beautiful skip it a pat so to start i have been thinking a lot about the new year 2023 happy new year it's too late to say happy new year at this point right i know yeah we're like what almost two weeks in yeah it's way still still relatively new happy relatively new year yeah it's slightly fresh we're still in january at least but the thing is everyone makes new year's resolutions and then you figure out that like you can't stick to them or whatever. And then you stop making resolutions. But my boy Tim Ferriss threw out the idea that it's more important to make an old year review than mm. a New Year's resolution. So I got a blog post from him that says, forget New Year's resolutions and conduct a past year review instead. And All right. so he says, I don't bother with resolutions for the for the coming 12 months. Instead, I go through the calendar of the previous year week by week and i look at all the things that either gave me positive or negative energy and so he takes his piece of paper he gives a big column you know of positive and negative and Mm -hmm. he jots down on the pad any people or activities or commitments that triggered peak positive or negative emotions for that month put them in positive or negative Once you've gone through the past year, look at your notepad and ask yourself, what 20% of each column produced the most reliable or powerful peaks? Based on the answers, take your positive leaders and schedule more of them this coming year. Get them on the calendar now. Book things with friends, prepay for activities, events, and commitments that you know work well. It's not real until it's in the calendar. That's step one. Step two is take your negative leaders and put not to do lists at the top and put them somewhere where you can see them each morning for the first few weeks of 2023. These Mm -hmm. are the people and things you know make you miserable. So don't put them on the calendar out of obligation, guilt, FOMO, or other nonsense. That's it. And he says, remember, it's not enough to just remove the negative from your calendar. That simply creates a void or a vacuum. Get the positive things on the calendar ASAP, lest they get crowded out by bullshit. I like it. I, I like the idea of that because like the the resolution thing, like I've never been one of those like this year I'm going to start, you know, blah, blah, blah. It's like you just almost got to like do stuff like I feel like those types of things. I mean, maybe for some people if they stick to it, but it's like, you know, like uh, like we were talking earlier where, you know, people January is like everyone wants to go to the gym. Yeah. It's new year, new year, new me or whatever. And everyone's like, I'm going to get fit. And then February 1st comes around and it's just ghost town. <laughs> yeah. Well, the, the motivation factor of it runs out and mm-hmm. then you're just left with what little discipline. you have. Yeah. So it's like, you just got to do stuff. Like I do like the idea of like the, you know, reviewing things or like, kind of like, what did I do last year? How can I improve? Mm-hmm. Or, you know, what did I do? What did I do that, you know, like the the what worked or, you know, those types of things. Yeah. I know one of one of my goals this year is to get out more. Nice. That was 
something that's like not a resolution or whatever, but it's just like, just make it, make it a habit of getting out more, you know, go on hikes and, uh, you know, go to different places, you know, check out new spots, things like that. Get out of the house. I like it. Yeah. Get the F out of the house. (laughs) Yeah. You do spend a lot of time in that cave right there. Yep. Yep. People, people, when they see me, they see me in here and I'm usually in here. Yeah. So another part of the reflection process, the review process is look through all photos on your phone, events on the calendar, entries in your journal, social media posts to do or project management or any other data sources that you use regularly through the year. And here are some questions you can ask yourself. Uh, What were my major milestones or moments this past year? What accomplishments am I most proud of? What are the people, events, habits, or tasks that I look back fondly, energized me the most, or made me feel the most expansive? And how can I do more of this in the coming year? Mm -hmm. Uh, So those kind of questions I really like. They help avoid the booby traps or the the pitfalls of the previous year. And Mm -hmm. um, you can remove kind of making them the same mistake twice. Yeah. So with Sound Iron, we released... 27 new products last year and we uh, also did 12 updates and so that's a lot of that's a lot of videos mr craig yeah well you you did composition videos for those too so well we keep it busy over here if you can't tell we have a massive year coming on releases this year oh yeah yeah get excited we got some good ones coming some really cool ones tasty treats yep um, okay, so I think that that sums it up on the the review versus resolution. I I actually like being a resolutions guy, even though I know it can be cheesy, and I know that most of the resolutions I make will fall off by the end of the year or not apply anymore. But if I mm-hmm. have like thirty percent at the end, it's okay. Mm-hmm. Better than nothing. So you sent me a link. Mr. Beast scores Hans Zimmer to soundtrack latest YouTube video. The video, which features the YouTube star spending 50 hours in Antarctica, has original mm. music composed by Zimmer. You want to talk yeah. to me about this? I haven't watched the video yet. Yeah, I started watching. I watched a little bit of it, and it it definitely has that kind of it almost kind of reminded me of like some of the music that you'd hear on like like Planet Earth or like one of those kinds of you know BBC or those, Nat Geo. yeah very kind of yeah like TV score sort of stuff like bleeding fingers esque sort of. Um, but yeah, I thought that was interesting. Like, cause I mean, he's obviously one of, one of, if not the like bigger YouTube people out there, it doesn't surprise me that someone with that kind of pull and obviously the financial backing to like, Hey, Hans Zimmer just happens to be in around where I'm at. Let me just, Hey, Mr. Zimmer, I got this YouTube video I'm doing. You want to do the music for it? Right. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Wait, you can do a better German German accent than that. I like to play in D. That's a horrible, horrible. <laughs> but yeah. Um, but yeah, I thought that was really interesting. I'm just like, wow, like one of the biggest, you know, film composers out there doing music for a, a YouTube guy. Let's both just be honest for a second. Uh Mr. Beast is is targeting a younger demographic than us, right? Because like mm-hmm. I don't get it. Yeah, it's very uh kid kid friendly i think it's very kind of like high energy funny editing and like the way that it's kind of laid out um i was actually 
watching a, like a small documentary. I think I sent it to you. It's like a small documentary on on Mr. Beast and um, I forget his his name. Jimmy, Jimmy Donaldson. Yeah. And uh, he was talking about his his story. And I thought it was pretty interesting because he was a very, you know, introverted kid. Didn't really talk, you know, unless like, you know, he probably like felt comfortable around them or like, you know, I think he was like whenever he got into stuff, he got like hyper obsessed about it. So that's what, you know, when he kind of discovered YouTube and was just on YouTube all the time, he was just like super obsessed about it and just kind of eventually created, you know, what his career is now, which is you know, just being a full-time YouTuber and just, uh, you know, and, and like the whole like giving money away thing or, or like, you know, when he started doing that, like, you know, Hey, we want to sponsor your video. And he's like, all right, cool. And then he took that money and like gave it to a homeless guy. And then it just like just snowballed from there, you know. Right, right. Like there was, did you see that one thing where he took over like a fast food joint and was just giving out money and just giving stuff away, like in the drive-through, and it was just like this like miles long line, and like the cops were like, "Hey, man, like we see what you're doing here, but dude, you're like blocking all the traffic, like everything's backed up." Yeah, you're wrecking you know? society right now. Yeah, and they're just like, "Oh, here's ten thousand dollars, or here's this thing." It's just like. And people are just driving through like, oh, my God, like, you know, most of the time when you go to a a fast food place, if you saw a line like that, you'd be like, I'm not going there. But then if you didn't go, you missed out, could have got some free cash. But yeah, just uh, he's an interesting character. It's not like I like the fact that he's not a YouTuber that just like tries to be like like Jake Paul, where it's just kind of like using drama and, and just bad energy to yeah like more controversial like i like the fact that he just seems like a nice nice guy mm-hmm. and just you know wants to help people like he was doing like the the growing trees challenge where he was like trying to get people to help grow like i don't know like 20 million trees or something like something crazy like that so it's like i'd rather you know see something like that than someone who's just yeah trying to be controversial for controversial sake just to get viral or whatever but yeah i think i think it's pretty cool and so i need to watch the video is what you're telling me yeah um, i would say i'd say it's where it's like it's like no i haven't finished it i watched most of it or just kind of had it playing in the background but yeah it's pretty um yeah pretty interesting to see his his story humble beginnings the final product is called i survived 50 hours in antarctica and it says to create the original soundtrack in a limited time frame, Zimmer linked up with James Everingham and Adam Lucas, members of the Bleeding Fingers Music Composer Collective. The trio previously collaborated on the soundtrack for the BBC docuseries Frozen Planet 2. Mm. I really like all the BBC nature stuff. Have you watched Blue Planet 2? Uh, I don't know if I've seen that one. I've seen some of those uh types of shows uh, i haven't watched them in a while but yeah i i enjoy that kind of stuff that is like right up my alley are they all narrated by david attenborough of course man oh look at this beautiful penguin traveling across the sea to find the love of his life our planet it's so old <laughs> yeah it's got a cool voice i hope i sound like that when i'm older Switching gears a little bit, this is proven strategies for becoming a game composer and getting paid to make music for games. So you sent me this from ComposerCode.com. Yeah, and I thought it was a pretty, pretty interesting. Yeah, it's like super thorough and just like because he, I believe he has a podcast 
or the the person who did the article and you know interviewing a lot of video game composers and him just kind of like going through all that and creating sort of like all right here's what i've learned from all my interviews and and personal experience and stuff like that and yeah i thought that was uh pretty interesting especially for anyone who is aspiring to be a video game composer or or do you know music for video games which you know i would i would love to do that <laughs> you know that, that mm-hmm. that's something that would be really really cool to do and um i've had the opportunity to do some <clears throat> session work for some video games but never uh solely composing but yeah yeah because i've just been a fan of video game music ever since i was a kid like just from playing early final fantasy games so yeah i, I thought that was a pretty interesting article Totally. So he says, like, your first step is to define what success looks like. If it's, I want to make music that could go into a video game, then that's just purely hobbyist music making, and that's great. Uh, there's a thriving chiptune community that makes music in the spirit. No game credits or developers, no, no implementation, no pressure. Just making music in the spirit of classic retro games we know and love. And maybe turning music into a career sounds like a total drag to you, and there's no shame in that. And he says, I want to compose game. I want to compose game music as a side hustle. I want to be a full-time composer, etc. So defining your success, and then freelance composer versus in-house composer, which to choose. The in-house guys actually work at a triple a studio and you know have an office job like a day job basically Hmm. where a freelance guy can pop in and out in different studios and different games and you could be working on multiple games at once and all that Mm -hmm. and so there's pros and cons of freelance versus salary uh one of the cons of salary is there's very few salaried game composer jobs just floating out there and there's a mm-hmm. lot of demand for it um, pillar two is honing your craft and he talks about learn how to steal like an artist which is from austin cleon uh, an author i like a lot everything you and i know about making music we've consciously or subconsciously picked up from someone else like mozart the beatles or koji Kondo. So basically study the greats and then steal little snippets from them. Mm -hmm. So we will link to this article because it is more in depth than what we cover on this podcast. And also Mm -hmm. we don't want to steal the entirety of the blog, but it applies to many different genres of work. Uh, Learn the fundamentals, perfect your workflow, and then it has some more specific things like get involved in game jams and creating passive income, things like that. So definitely worth reading. As far as this coming year goes, we're going to try to have some more musicians on and YouTubers and people we admire. So one guy I'm going to be emailing today is Ben Jordan. I don't know if you watch his channel. I've seen some of his some of his stuff. Some of his stuff. One of my favorite videos is uh, how animals hear us, like what animals hear, basically. Interesting. And it's really good. Like I learned a lot from it. How 
dogs hear everything super pitched down. So you sound like a low pitched monster when you talk to them at your normal pitch. And then, you know, like people always do the sweetheart, like high, high. Oh, that's voice. what. And that's they, what gets their attention like oh they don't, they don't sound like an evil monster right now so i the guess dog, yeah the dog responds to you talking high pitch because it sounds more like in the mid-range for them that's good to know so that way like next time you're you're scolding your dog you're like get over there just like get all like <laughs> just uh do your best um hulk hogan impersonation or something just to freak him out right so they have like a massive range you know like dog whistles are above the the limit of human hearing mm-hmm. in here uh and he he talks about like flies what flies here it's definitely worth watching if you care at all about sound so so basically everything that we heard from uh what was it those old like muppet babies where they're like the the mom sounds like wah, 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 wah. so that that's not true not quite not quite oh, okay true. Good to Pretty know. Pretty much anything you learned on the Muppets is not true. Like uh, a pig and a frog don't really have relationships. What do you know? We can move to recommendations. And it's been a few weeks since we've shot a podcast. We had Christmas and New Year's. So, Craig, do you have anything to recommend our lovely audience that you mm. have been experiencing? Oh, man. Just been watching a lot of trash reality shows. And um, one thing, speaking of uh, reality shows, well, because I mentioned earlier, uh, I've been watching a lot of Hell's Kitchen. Been, oh, yeah. Been getting more into cooking. Uh, I recently got a gift from my girlfriend. It's these uh, hex clad pans. Oh, yeah. I mean, hey, we're recommending stuff. And, you know, this is pretty far from, from music related. But, man, the, these hex clad pans are awesome. Like... If I was endorsed by them, I would be shilling it like crazy. <laughs> like expensive but, hotcakes. Yeah, because yeah, they had a sale. Normally they're kind of pricey. Like if you're really into cooking, um, I'm not like a hardcore chef person, but not, not I've yet. Been, but uh yeah, like it makes cooking fun because yeah, they're like non-stick, non-scratch. You can put them in the oven. Uh you can yeah, they just they work really good. Clean really use, easy. Use them, use them as a weapon. You can definitely use them as a weapon. They're heavy, dude. Mm-hmm. Like sometimes when I'm like washing it and I realize like why is my arm getting tired? I'm like, "Oh yeah, these things are like Yeah, if you if you crack someone in the head with one of those, it's over. I'll do a really bad uh Gordon Ramsay impression. These samples are incredible. That was, Extraordinary. That was, good. that was good. I just got the hex clad pens. Huh. If you're not familiar with the hex clad pans, you should definitely check them. They're astonishing. These pans. He says they're the Rolls Royce of fry pans. Incredible. Yeah, well, that's that's awesome, man. I'm going to have to come over there and, and cook something because I yeah. uh, I love <laughs> Mr. Ramsey. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, um, that's been something fun. Uh, I don't know. Can't really think of anything else. I watched John Wick 2 this past weekend and uh i gotta say it's quite the action movie. but tyler bates the music oh nice so, uh, that was good that was a solid uh you kept the kept the pace going and kept it high adrenaline a lot of action cues 
There's like 117 people body count in the movie. Uh, oh wow, pretty pretty high up there on on that. But if you're into action and stunts, then it's uh, it's a good time. Yeah, if you if you like seeing people just get offed multiple yeah. times in a movie, that's your that's yours. And it's got Keanu. Keanu Reeves. He's, they should have it to where like every every gunshot is him going whoa, right? Just add no, that. Uh, yeah. Whoa, 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 whoa! Just like all, it's like like have you ever seen those those videos where like they, I think it's like an, they instead of a certain sound they use like Owen Wilson going wow yeah <laughs> yeah but they should do that for John Wick and just have it have him say whoa I could probably take about three minutes of that before I completely lost my mind. Well, so you probably have to just, I would just have to turn it off because my stomach would be hurting from laughing so much. Um, I'm trying to think what else. Oh, I just got a Samsung uh, T7 SSD portable hard drive. Very oh, nice. nice. Very nice. It's USB-C. It's blazing fast. It's a one terabyte and it's like this size. Which Let is... me have it. Oh, okay. <laughs> I need one. I need another one. That's what I should. That's what I should have got. For Black Friday, but I missed it. I was like, ah, I don't really want to get anything for Black Friday, and then I'm like, oh yeah, I need a need another external hard drive. Drive, drive prices have been going down consistently. SSD prices have been going down, which is nice. Mm-hmm. And the other thing that's been going down is graphics card prices. Now that crypto has exploded, uh, so that's interesting. Kind of makes me want to build a new computer this year. Might might happen. Yeah. One thing I would like to look into, uh, I mean, if anyone's listening and they want to shoot us some recommendations, but I want to get some kind of like external sort of like backup drive hub thing. Like I've seen those where they have like multiple drives just for like backing up stuff and having like all that. That's something I've been um, wanting to look into. I saw some, I think it's from a company called like OWC, but I don't know if all their stuff is just Thunderbolt. So I'm not sure. But yeah, I would love to get something like that. Have you looked into Backblaze? Is that like the cloud storage? Yeah, but they send uh-uh. you a drive if you need it. Oh wow! Like they'll ship you a drive. Interesting. So yeah, I think I've heard of something like that. You pay like a monthly fee, and then when your uh, stuff crashes, when your drive, when your drive. Uh, goes to drive heaven then <laughs> they will uh they'll mail you one when john wick comes over to your house and just unloads uh a clip into your hard drive they'll send right. you another one right yeah well if if you are listening you still have a few days to save on our glitch effects collection we are we're doing a sale so you want to save up to 40 percent off if you buy three or more products you get an additional 10 percent off or you can just get them individually at 30%. What's your favorite glitch or effects plugin on soundiron.com? Looks like the in that category is just the Juno VHS stuff. And... Yeah. I, I mean, for me, I would say Glitch Hero because it's got all of them. Yeah. Um, but if, if, let's say, you just kind of want to pick a few different ones, individual ones, I, I really like Low. That one's got a lot of really cool, like lower, sort of like darker stuff. Um, 
uh drips really cool shimmer is really cool it's a a popular one it's got a lot of like really sparkly glimmery sort of sound effects like if you're doing any sort of video game scoring or you know like like mobile app and you want it to be very kind of like kid friendly and very like shimmery and you know, a little like yeah it's got a a lot of really good sounds for that like you can like instant like it instantly conjures up that sort of you know like fun video game kind of sounds yep it feels like kirby or mm-hmm some sort of uh, pink and yellow game, bright colors. Yeah, it's called Shimmer. What do you expect? What do you expect? Shimmer is my favorite out of the uh, out of that collection. So, all right, Craig, thanks for coming on the 2023 adventure with me. And oh man, it's 2023. Oof. Yeah, you got to start hopefully, writing your, writing your checks that way now. Hopefully, this year doesn't fly as fast as last year. But it probably I hear they only get faster. Pretty much. The older I get, the faster the years go by. And it's true what they say. I remember hearing that from uh, my parents and your grandparents. Like, the older you get, the years just fly by. You remember when Christmas took forever to get there? And you're yeah. just waiting for months and months. It just, you just could. You had you making your lists of what you wanted. And you're just like, ah. Oh. Christmas can't get here soon enough. And now it's just Christmas, Christmas, Christmas. It's always yeah, Christmas. I, I, I dread Christmas whenever it comes around. <laughs> we usually don't leave the house very much because it's just like everywhere you go. But then you start seeing Christmas stuff like three months early. It'll yeah. be like Halloween for like two weeks. And then it's just like Christmas. And then yeah. you start hearing Mariah Carey just singing every store you go to. And I'm just like, oh, that's why you can't home. leave the house. But now that it's January, Christmas is over for at least a couple months. So it's time for you to, to get, make good on that goal of yours and start leaving the house. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I just turned into a hermit for like a month and then it's like, all right, it's starting to warm up a little bit. Actually, no, it's been still kind of cold, but yeah. Give me some reasons to get out, even though it's been kind of raining a little bit here, unfortunately. So that's I've been, been, I've been trying to get you to go to Landers, California. Which is home of the Integraton, which is a uh, very intriguing, uh, mystical place, and they have like uh, singing bowls and uh, some like meditational retreat kind of things going on there. That'd be and interesting to go to. I kind of want to sample it. Just go in there and just like start recording all these singing bowls. Mm-hmm. Let's do it. Make a party out of it in the desert. Hell yeah. All right, Mr. Peters, I will catch you next week, my friend. And for all the people still listening, rate, review, subscribe. We don't ask for much. Yeah, just, you know, if you like it, leave a like. Smash that sub button. Come on now. All right. You want to. Peace. (laughs)